Good after morning, noon. Good after the morning, moon, 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 to all of you out there in crazy land. Crazy land. <laughs> crazy land. I was going to say crazy, crazy land UK, but it's crazy land the whole world, isn't it? Not just the UK. Yeah. Everything. Sure is. It's all gone bananas. Um, how are you doing anyway? How am I doing? Well, thank you, Mark, for asking. Uh, so, um, so I'm doing. I'm doing. Well, the weird thing is, the, I can hear your mother in the background. That's not a problem. Sorry about that. That's right. <laughs> I could have a. I could have a silenced if you like. Just give me a minute. Don't do that. Leave her alone. I mean, old people are having a tough time as it is. Alone. Don't go. Don't go shoot your mum. Um, um, so no, she's chatting away, doesn't she? Which is nice. <laughs> anyway, so how am I? Well, I tell you what, I'm, um, yes, I'm, I, I don't know, I can't describe, I'm, yes, um, I can't really describe it really. I mean, I've probably like lots of people, you can't quite describe what's going on. On the one hand, the timing on the weather has been extraordinary. Yeah. So just when the biggest piece of shit was, was landing on us. The weather suddenly went. I'm going to be really sunny every day. This is in the UK, of course. I don't know what it's like elsewhere, back in the states or anything. But it was like we're going to be blue sky sunny every day. It's almost as if it's mocking us. <laughs> it's almost as if. I mean, that's a, that's a negative. I guess you could see it that way. It's a negative way to see it. You know, it's not mocking us. It's. I think it's just. I think the. I think Zeus. Apparently, Zeus is the is the god of weather. I had to look this up. I thought, who's the weather god? But I think Zeus is the closest we get. I don't think right. the the um, Judo the Judo Judo Judeo Christiany gods uh, Yahweh and um, and the other one. Uh, I don't think. And the other one. Yahweh. It's meant to be the same god, aren't they? Um, Yahweh and whatever uh, are particularly into the weather, but Zeus is, and so um, it could be the fact that Zeus has gone for a bit of irony. He's probably looking down, kind of going. This is awful. What's going on here? So I'm going to go for a bit of irony. I'm going to give them lots of blue sky, so that'll um, that'll, yeah, that'll well, con- that confuse their outlook on life. They were renowned for their uh, irony and what, metaphors and everything, weren't they? What the old uh, Val- ancient Greeks? Those oh Zeus, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was getting confused. And I was thinking, um, I was getting confused with the other one, Odin. The other one, Odin. Odin. Hmm. The Norse god. No, you know, yeah, I know. I got, I was in my head. I was thinking Zeus, but actually, uh, and I was thinking, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you see, my head's all over the place. It's a bit of a jumble at the moment because of um because of that. I've also been looking into seeing what sort of um benefits one might um be eligible for. Yeah, because obviously, uh, being a self-employed person, we're right down the bottom of the heap. <laughs> we are. We've been thrown under the wheels. Of uh, from an economic point of view, I mean, obviously it's um, far worse for people who are actually threats to their lives. But from an economic point of view, we are being thrown under the wheels of, at the moment of the bus, the wheels of the <clears> bus, <throat> the wheels of the catastrophic bus, because um, they're not really dealing with us. There's about five million self un- self self unemployed, self unemployed. <laughs> Freudian slip there. <laughs> Self-unemployed people. And uh, I know for myself and all for all my friends who work in media type stuff and from graphic designers to music, well, like yourself, you you suddenly became uh, uh, quite dramatically unemployed, didn't you, with your tour being cancelled. So um, everyone's lost pretty much all their work. Um, and we're wondering uh, <laughs> how, how you live without work. 
and um, if you can get some sort of uh, benefits. So anyway, I was on this I was on this site, this governmental site um, yesterday on the computer, and um, it took it took a long time to get. It kept on crashing. Eventually, I got to this page, and the page said, "You are now in the queue." It's a governmental site for trying to claim some sort of uh, benefit. And it said, you are number 36,328. <laughs> and um, and then yeah. underneath that, I mean, you can't make it up. It said, this might take more than an hour. <laughs> 36,000, yeah. So mm. I sat there for a little bit and I watched the numbers drop down a, a tiny bit. And I was thinking, well, I can't really hang around here, really, because... you got other things to do. Well, you know... Uh, although you, I, well, I, well, what other things have we got to do? I don't know. I probably could have sat there and just watched the numbers slowly go down all night. Um, yeah. So yeah, the wheels have fallen off. Um, and they're falling off everywhere. How are you anyway? Enough about me. How about you, Mark? I am surprisingly chipper, <laughs> considering. I mean, obviously, I'm deeply concerned about. Um, my family back in New York and uh, people in general. But right now I'm actually feeling quite optimistic. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Well, <laughs> Is that possible? I mean, I never thought that the day would come where I would be quite relieved that the government imposes virtual martial law. Yes. <laughs> but it's actually, I feel like, uh, you know, this is a good thing because I mean, I was out at the weekend. I went, mm. I went for a walk with my mum and my brother and we all kept, you know, several feet away from each other mm. um and we went for quite like a two and a half hour walk through the over the fields and it was mm. it was beautiful but then we ended up down at the uh at the, the beach um and there was just like hundreds of people down there it was rammed it was ridiculous yeah, yeah. Uh, you know and we were all kind of shocked at the way i mean everyone's like queuing up for fish and chips and coffee and was like yeah. what are you doing yeah. what are you doing you idiots yeah. this is not this is anyway so but bit of hate a hasty retreat from there um but it is i mean just trying to find the positives you know in the fact that you know don't have to worry there's no point worrying with this is what we've always talked about mm. on this show is like you know stop worrying about work and all that nonsense and money it's all ridiculous anyway mm. and you know my finances were already pretty screwed before this happened so i'm just thinking like you know what we're all in this all in the same boat. Not yeah. obviously not all of us, because there's a lot of rich people who, who are not affected. But most of us are in the same situation. We're all having to abide by these rules. We're all having to slow everything down. And I feel like, for me at least, that's kind of a good thing. It's nice to actually not have to think about doing anything other than just living in this present moment. Do you know there was some there's some kind of parallel there with. Um, I know we're not in a war situation, that bombs aren't being dropped. Uh, and, and you and I haven't been called up to go and fight in a pointless war like Vietnam War mm. or Korea or something. So we're not in that situation. However, the war parallel I was thinking of was that um, when, as far as I know, because I wasn't in the army in the First or Second World War, but as far as from what, from what I've read, is quite often the soldiers that were in it, I mean, obviously they had immediate risks to their health, in terms of a war situation, and some of those mm. were quite awful. But the huge amount of the time, they were just sort of hanging around. There was just a lot of hanging around going on and travelling, hanging around in the war and war, in, you know, war situations. Blah blah blah. So, um, but the fact was, going back to what you're saying, they, they, yes, they weren't really. They were living day to day, and they weren't really worrying about anything else. They weren't thinking about Sibby Street 
as it were. And then when they were demobbed, there were, there was quite a shock for a lot of people. And they, people don't realise this, particularly for the soldiers from the First World War. You think, well, they'd be very relieved that they survived the First World War. And I'm sure they were. Mm. But they have read quite a few accounts where basically there was this, you know, because there was massive unemployment after the First World War. And... Um, and they couldn't get jobs and stuff like that. And suddenly the real world hit them in that sense. And they were, you know, a lot of them were, were pretty depressed about it. Yeah. Because in the army, they were in the army and there was a water fight and that was the thing. And you got up in the, and you had to deal with that every day. So and so there is a kind of interesting parallel that as soon as you kind of, yes, yes, the, that we're not having to think about trying to push any of our projects or where the next Bob's coming from because the well, whole thing has gone tits up. It's like, um, I suppose for people like me and, and you who are natural worriers and overthinkers yeah. and, you know, thinking all the time, it's like right now, well, there's no, there's no point. There's no need. There's nothing to think about. It's just literally about getting through the day. Mm. Um, I'm not, and, you know, just being in this right now, there's, you know, um, because I think that I mean, uh, I was going, when you're talking about going to war, I was thinking about going on tour. It's a sim, obviously, it's a completely different, a ridiculous comparison. But when I go on tour, it's like almost I suspend um, the real world because yeah. I'm on I'm in the on the tour bus, traveling around, doing shows, and it's like all I'm not really thinking about anything outside of that because like somebody is taking care of every sort of movement <laughs> of the day pretty much and it's I always feel it's a bit kind of like that's a relief for me to be in that situation where oh, I don't have to think about it someone else is doing the thinking for me yeah and I, I feel like that's kind of how I feel right now in that you know I can go for a walk and that's pretty much all I can do outside of of the house you know there's not really much to do watch some tv do a bit of writing if I feel like it which I haven't at all um read some books which I haven't been able to do because I've not really got the folk, you know, so difficult to focus. Mm. It's just like, just be in the present and try mm. to think about, you know, I've been catching up with a lot of people via email and, you know, a couple of people who haven't heard from for a long time, um, you know, I've been in touch with. And that's nice. Yes. You know, that's yes. A, a nice thing to have that. Yes. There really does definitely feel like there is a growing sense of community yes. at the moment. Um, no, and that can that, only be a good thing. No, you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. The, one of the one of the big positives is that sense of community, and um, literally, uh, people everywhere are you know turning to their neighbours and making sure that you know the the old person down the road who lives on their own in that house, which you just occasionally nod at, literally you know suddenly is getting slips of paper through saying, "Are you okay? Right. Do, you, do you need anything from the shops?" And I, you know, I contacted my parents yesterday and. Um, but I thought I ought to really because because of Armageddon. I thought oh, all right, I'll contact my parents, make sure they're all right. That's a joke. Um, and um, <laughs> so you weren't making any noises there. I, 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 <laughs> I just listening. I was just listening to what you were saying. <laughs> anyway. I was just thinking you've only you've only just contacted your parents now. <laughs> So, this has been going on for weeks again i mean just i mean the last time i contacted them was yesterday and it was to say that you know just make sure they're okay but yet they have had their their neighbors who have contacted them and said look if you need, need anything we can sort things out for you um 
and yeah, you know, obviously here and our little hovel here, we've got this little. We live in this little hamlet outside Woodstock, and uh, the same thing again. Everyone's keeping. You know, we we got some stuff in for our immediate neighbours. <laughs> we were shopping and picked up some things for them that they can get. And, um, actually, they've just got uh, two new chickens. I won't say where we are located, just in case the chicken snatch squad tries <laughs> to come here, because right. apparently there's been a huge run. A chicken run <laughs> on <laughs> on chickens. Um, we understandably, people are going. Oh my goodness, the eggs! We can't get a hold of eggs in the shops. So, um, but uh, so they've got. Are two you serious chicken. about? Yes, it? There's been a run, yeah, run on has. chickens. There has there has been a run on chicken eggs. Um, Katie went out this morning and she found one place that was allowing you to take to buy six eggs. Um, no, no, I'm talking about chickens. You said there was a run oh, on chickens. Yes, there are. Yes, there's a run on chickens, basically. Yeah, yeah, lots and lots of people mm. buying chickens. I think people who supply, I don't know who the chicken suppliers are, but they've run out of chickens to supply right. for people. Um, so it's like with seeds, isn't it? Lots of people have, uh, there's been a big run on seeds because people are panicking about food and thinking, well, I'm going to go and dig up my, my nice lawn and, and dig. Well, that's what my brother's suggesting I do here is start planting seeds. Well, it? we're doing the same. Um, Katie's got, we bought, some, We while the shops are still open, bought some pots and things and um, some uh, manure. What's it called? I don't do gardening. With the stuff you put in to make the, the um, things grow. Manure, yeah. Um, soil. Soil. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be invited on to Gardener's Question Time anytime soon. Direct from New York City and a hovel somewhere near Oxford, England. It's the all-new Earcorn podcast with Mark and Bruce. Exactly the same as the old podcast. Only better. My room is now full of uh, quotes from Revelations. I, I, I wrote them out really large when I was drunk and stuck them on the walls. And there's all these kind of, you know, the, the 15, 15 headed monster will come out from the big l- 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 lagoon and eat up everybody. It doesn't quite, I, it might as well say that in Revelations. It's got some crazy yeah. mad shit. Do you know that um, guy, the, the chap who wrote it, who was, who meant to have written it, who is the same author as the uh, John's, they think it was the same author as John's Gospel. Also, John, you mean? John, <laughs> yeah, John. It might have been, yeah, but the Bible you don't know because it could have been another John. Right? Oh, John. John. He also, but um, there was this theory that basically he was hanging out too much on his own and he was on some island. He was e- eating ma- magic mushrooms w- w- when he was coming out with some of that re- revelatory well, stuff. Quite clearly. <laughs> it does go quite nutty at the end of the Bible. It's quite a fun way to end the Bible, you know, though. He, he also uh, wrote the Mr. Men series. <laughs> What That's a little, little known fact. Saint John. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, going back to society, I've got the word here: societal impacts. That is the correct word, isn't it? As in society, societal, societal, societal. So that is one that for the that could be for the better. So that that's that's a positive thing. That's we like that people talk to each other. We hope that when this is all over. We won't just go back to people just um, not giving a shit about their neighbours. We hope that's yeah. the case. We hope it's a seismic enough of a change for that to be the case. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, I think that, well, you know, um, I was going to say something, but my mind has wandered. Um, There's a lot of that going on at the moment. Oh. I think like what, what you were saying last week, actually, I was thinking about that, that, you know, there, there, I think there will be a lot of people who will get to the end of this and think, I'm not going back to the rat race anymore. Yes. I'm just, life's too short. Yeah. 
I'm just going to sit in the garden and, you know, live off a few uh, few quid yep. that I can get from, you know, whatever. No, but, it's a it's a very good point. And just, just picking up on that, I was reading recently uh, about all the different plagues down through the um, history of mankind, <laughs> as you do. Just, I was just, I was just, <laughs> just a bit of light reading. I was just brushing up on my plague history, and there was, uh, of course, the, the you know the big one, the most famous plague, the old Black Plague, Black Plague, Black Death. Uh, mm. uh, the 14th century across Europe, and a third of the population died. All that stuff, but apparently, one of the um, one uh, you know th- that caused big societal changes. And one of them, of course, and it all makes sense if you think about it. One of them was that the church lost its grip, right? Because uh, obviously, back then, it had a pretty tight grip before that big thing came along and killed a third of the population. Because obviously, it makes sense because the priests were were dying. And they also the lay people were saying, uh, "So what's going on here with God and everything?" And the priests are going, "I don't know. I don't think so many people should be dying, but I don't think God. He's not listening. It's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing anything wrong. Leave God alone." And and people went, "Oh fuck this! God doesn't give yeah. a shit." It, pretty much. And apparently there was a huge rise in people just going out and having fun. I was reading about that, and they actually used the word idle in this right. passage. I was reading that there was a lot a lot of idleness. A lot of mm. a lot of uh, f- frequenting the tavern and getting pissed and having fun and, fun and probably lots of sexual stuff going on in a way that wasn't so much beforehand, and that was because you know people think you know the classic thing let's eat and drink uh, and, be, and be merry for tomorrow we die, which I think right. is actually in the Bible. Let us eat and drink <laughs> for tomorrow we. Die. I think it is. It could be Leviticus. Doesn't matter what I say because no one could be asked to check that, <laughs> would they? So that is interesting, isn't it? Going back to the well, I think in the Bible it does say, "Do don't worry about tomorrow, yes. for tomorrow will take care yeah, of itself." Yeah. I think we'll find. That's a Jesus, which is one part of it that I quite like. That's Jesus. He said that, didn't he? Jesus. I saw Jesus. He said that. He said, "Lovely he, bloke, lovely, lovely bloke." Jesus. Bloke. He said, "Look at that sparrow." Oh, that sparrow, it doesn't give a shit. It's fine. It flies, flies around. Now that I always struggle with that verse, actually. Because um, this is turn, turning into a Bible study with Mark and Bruce. Because um, he said that bird over there, he's happy, he's flying around. He, you know, he, he's not worrying. And I, I can kind of see what he was saying, but it is a bird, and a, a, we as, as human beings, by definition, we are, um, we are plagued by our thoughts of future and past. In a sense, as far as we know, that animals are not so much. That's what differentiates us. We don't know, do we? We don't know 100%. Sparrow but... might be flying around going, oh, God, I cannot believe I said that yesterday. Oh, I'm never going to live that down. I hope, I, I, you know, I really hope for their sake they don't do that. I don't think they do. I think it's our curse that we have. It's some kind of curse that comes from, gosh, comes from, um, you know, the original curse, the original sin, the original fall, that basically yeah. this fucking yeah. knowledge that basically of, of future and past and stuff, and, which is why you and I have lived these long lives of worry in the same way that a bird doesn't. That's my point. Mm. So I look at, I quite, I quite often I look at rooks and crows and I think, A, they look really cool. They just, yeah. If you just watch a crow, everybody, we, you, you've all got time now to watch birds in the, that you haven't had before. Just watch a crow, and the way they walk is fantastic. And when they look at you suddenly, you think that is a clever, that is a clever bird. They are the cleverest of the birds, the crows. Mm-hmm. And um, and I also think that quite often they're looking at us now and they're thinking, "Oh, it's still alive." 
Oh, they're still going, are they? And they're probably the chatter amongst all the crows and the rooks is like, yeah, it's our time soon, guys. This will get them this far. This is, this is, they're on the way out, and they're we, and the cockroaches and the rats will inherit the earth. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. Yes, well, good luck to them. Particularly, particularly, I hope the kites. Good are luck in. to them. Good luck to the crows. <laughs> I hope the kites are in there too, because the kites. Have you, do, do, are there kites down there on the south coast? Um, I haven't seen any, but oh. that doesn't mean there aren't any. There's just lots of seagulls, obviously, mm. mostly they're, bloody seagulls. They're big, racket. big buggers, aren't they? They're huge, aren't these seagulls? They are quite big and quite. They can be quite intimidating. Have you had a? Have you had a few? Have you had a gang of them? Uh, what? <laughs> this is yeah. a, an absolutely true a no- story. A knock on the door. Oi, yeah. oi, Crozer! Ha- I know you're in there. This hasn't happened for a while, so I'm suspecting this seagull yeah. may have carked it. But my mum's house, and I've been here when it's happened. Um, she would. There would be a knock on the front door. Yeah. And it's a seagull knocking on the door, and then no. standing there waiting for something. No. And she reckons that probably the previous owner, at some point, had fed this girl. Because they're very intelligent. They come back yeah. to the same place all the time. Yeah. This this seagull would come and knock on the door. That is brilliant. Not every day, but quite frequently, you'd like there'd be a knock at the door. And I'm like, oh, that's probably the seagull. Oh, that's funny. And they go there and like, is there a seagull knocking at the front door? And it just stands there looking up at you, going, cocking its head to one side. I like, love oh, that. I've not got anything for you today. And, it, and then it comes back again. I love that. I haven't seen it for a while. I think it may have uh, gone to uh, seagull heaven. Is, is that where they go? I hope so. I hope so. I hope, I hope they just don't die. In a horrible accident. <laughs> horrible. No, I'm, I don't know how long they last for, seagulls, if they don't get caught up in some um, unfortunate accident. Um, but they also have this... Hmm. Um, f- uh, they sort of flock together. Yes. Uh, funnily, because my brother's had... Um, seagull had built a nest on the chimney of his house. Mm. And they come back to the same spot every year mm. to lay their eggs. And when these chicks are hatching, they, they get really vicious. And and so if, every time you know he was going out in the garden, they'd be like dive bombing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all the other, and they do this, you know, yeah. call, and all of a sudden you've got like twenty five seagulls surrounding you. It's like <laughs> it's like Hitchcock, the yeah, birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're vicious, cl- clever, clever buggers. And is I think it's it's not seagulls. I think it's magpies. Magpies can take against you. They can, and there is there have been quite a few incidents of magpies that yeah. have basically. Yeah, it's like you've you've. It's like a, a personal <laughs> it's slut. Like, it's like, like a personal slut. Going, oh, I hate that bastard. Yeah, but apparently, fucking Bruce. No, but it's no, but it's swaggering strange. around not, there with his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making it up. Apparently, they, they, it's like a personal slight. Something happens, and that magpie will p- persecute that person. And it's um, it's been do- documented by the um, by the people who document stuff like that. So yeah, birds will take over their clever little. They're just waiting. They're itching, aren't they? They're yeah. itching to. I wonder what they would take offence to. Like it's like I don't like your trousers. <laughs> we went good. I don't like his trousers, right? <laughs> <laughs> really, I think there is a. I'm sure. I think there's a cut. There is a color issue with it. I think. I think there really? is a certain color that they don't like. Um, yeah, I don't like his trousers. I don't like the way he walks. He walks really weirdly. I don't like that. It's. God, they must really hate Michael Portillo. 
Is he? Is he got a weird walk? Is he? He's got a weird walk, and he always wears bright yellow trousers. <laughs> yeah, yes, I <laughs> fucking hate Portillo. If you're bored of watching porn, then tune into a corn. If your face is turning puce, then try some muck and brew. We never do prepare before we go on air, so everything you hear is fresh and full of cheer. How's your mother doing? Because obviously you're down there in Worthing on the coast and you're living in the house with her, but you're trying to keep this social distancing. I well, think. I mean, to some extent. I mean, the fact is, like, uh, we're not keeping that distant from each other because we've both been in the same house for, like, almost three weeks together. Oh, it makes and no have, difference for me. It's not like I'm not really going out and exposing myself, right. <laughs> excuse me, to uh, other people. Right. Not yet, anyway. Right. I'll be, do, I'll be so doing that later on. So you're going to have to... You're, so that's what you're having to be, be careful about. You're basically making sure that everyone keeps away from you because you're there with your... Yeah. 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 Um, whereas our situation with Katie's dad is that... You know, she's just gone there to have a cup of tea with him, but she's going to be sat in the garden and she's taking him around right. tea. He'll be in, indoors, so there'll be at least like four or five metres between them. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, so I the, think that's a sensible thing to so do. So there, there is that, at least that. Um, but it was only yesterday we were out, um, you know, clubbing. <laughs> 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 no, we weren't out clubbing. Uh, we were out, went for a lovely walk, and on the way back, uh, saw four youngsters, teenagers, you know, 15, mm. 14, 15, 16 year olds. And they couldn't be any closer as they went yeah. down the street. I mean, they couldn't actually, I mean, it's like they were thinking, you know, and I don't want to just do the typical old, like, old thing of youngsters. I, I hate young people. I don't hate young people at all. But it was like, you know, it's not. In that situation. It's, it's not cool. It's not a cool thing to do. They're probably thinking, yeah. oh, it's cool. Let, 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 let's go completely the other way, like, because we've been told not to. It's like, it's not cool. It's like. Yeah. It's their parents. They're totally responsible. If there's like 13, 14 year olds out sort of going around in little cliques, yeah. you can't blame them because they're teenagers. They're not, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're stupid. That's what teenagers mostly, uh, the yeah. part of the brain is not switched on no. yet. Their parents should not be allowing them out. You know, you can't just like, yeah, I'm going to go out with Darren. Like, no, you're not. You're staying in. You're grounded, sunshine. You're listening to Eocorn with Mark and Bruce. Let's talk about your mother. So, <laughs> let's talk about your mother. Well, you know, we just fine because she's i mean how she obviously a different generation your mother um she, yeah she's well, in her what obviously it's a different, different generation well she wouldn't be in my mother no, no, no that's, that's a good, good point well made Sorry. no 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 don't apologize it was a fucking stupid thing for me to say in the first place so is yeah. what she in her 70s 80s what are, she's 74 74 okay so um how how's she been what's her take on it because obviously she wasn't around in the second world war she's too young for that but still yeah. she would have grown up in Tougher times in the fifties, wouldn't she? Well, yeah. I mean, she grew up. There was still rationing. Obviously, rationing. When she was still a child. Ah, oh, there we go. She's, I think she's doing all right. I mean, I think she's definitely grateful to have me around. Really? Otherwise, she'd be. <laughs> <laughs> well, otherwise, she'd be sitting on her own for oh, hours and true. hours every no, day. I know. I know. I'm uh, joking. Shit, you fucking you little shit. You little shit. Um, yes. And. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, in, a, in a strange way, yeah. <laughs> quite enjoying just sort of spending days. I'm sort of living my life a bit like a pensioner myself. Yes, sitting yes, in our armchairs, watching yeah. Midsummer Murders, and oh. doing a crossword. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, 
making cups of tea endlessly all day long. Yeah, yeah. She's doing she's doing okay. I mean, the thing about my mum, and I probably is her generation. Yeah, is that you know her natural shopping tendency is to sort of hoard anyway. Yeah. So even be- even before this, like you know, she'll just have cupboards full of food. It's just what she does. And it's always been that way ever since. Of course, yeah, yeah. I was a kid, you know. So, yeah. I mean, my, my brother was going to pop round last week, whenever before, you know, everything got a bit more tight, tightened. And um, she's like, oh, "I've got nothing in," and I go like, "Every single cupboard and the <laughs> fridge and the freezer is full. Yeah. There's enough. If you don't go shopping for three months, we're yeah. not going to starve. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. We're like, I've got nothing in. <laughs> it's, and I have to sort of every day. It's almost like she's got a little bit. Of obsessed with you know getting milk in and getting bread and the essentials. Mm-hmm. As I keep saying, you know we're fine. Mm. We've got everything. You don't mm. have to worry about it. Just, just stop worrying about shopping. Because mm. I'm not going. I'm not going fucking shopping right now. <laughs> no. Do that as little as possible. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Well, you have to be. Well, yeah, exactly. You have to. You because you are there with her. You've got to be very careful, haven't you? When yeah. Absolutely. And uh, yes. Um, well, that's good. So she's, you know, she's cracking on and she's like... She's in good spirits good and spirits. she's, you know, got lots of friends that she talks to on the phone. Yeah. I mean, she has... That's probably a bigger change for her than for me. Well, that's not true, obviously, because I'm, I'm here without my without Ruby and mm. that's a big thing. But, I mean, she's used to having her other two grandchildren around here a lot, you know, mm. like three or four times a week. And that's obviously not happening right now. Yeah. But she spoke to them yesterday on Skype for about an hour and a half, and that was really nice, you know. And yeah. it makes a massive difference to be able to talk and see other people that way. Um, so, yeah, she's doing fine. Thank you for asking. You're listening to Earcorn with Mark and Bruce. I understand you want to play something for our Earcaller fans, uh, and perhaps you'd like to in- introduce it. Yes, well, um, I know it's a difficult time right now, and everybody, you know, we need to be cheered up as much as possible. So, I'd like to uh, share this recording I made at um, Ruby's school uh, back in December. They had a, a Christmas um, a show with uh, all the different school orchestras bands playing some tunes so she's in the the uh fifth grade band she plays the flute um and this is a this is one of the tunes i recorded and um i think it will lift your spirits
dear. I mean, it's... <laughs> Quite an extraordinary piece of music. Um, and I was going to say, the other thing is, like, if you can, if anybody... This is a genuine yeah. quiz question. Yes. If you can name the tune <laughs> after hearing that, I, I will send you. Pop- I will send you a prize of some the kind. The problem is, I do know the tune. And well, I know so- you. Do. I'm not talking to you. I'm oh, talking sorry. to people listening. No, I'm I think it's you wor- prize, I, think it, I think it's worse if you know the tune, though. If you don't know the tune, you're some. You're somehow protected from that. <laughs> you somehow. Let's use the virus thing. You're somehow inoculated against it. I mean, yeah. and no offense to the school and everything, because obviously they tried very hard. And 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 to be fair, okay, I didn't hear Ruby's. Um, no, you don't hear any flute really. No, I don't it's hear drowned any flute. out by all the brass <laughs> instruments. <laughs> and I was, was somebody actually conducting it? Was somebody? Yes. Uh, well, they start off, you know, for about 15, 20 seconds. It's quite, you know, the, the timing is quite good, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all playing together. Yeah. And then at some point, somebody sort of wandered off. <laughs> and then you've got two different sections playing two. They're all playing, I don't know, it was like that. I'll play all the right notes, not necessarily in the right order. Uh, and if they're playing all, not necessarily playing all the right notes. <laughs> or in the right order. No. So yes. See what um, I really, quite, really, quite remarkable. what I really, really, really wanted to see. I wanted to see all the faces of the parents. That's what I really <laughs> wanted to see after that. The weird thing was that yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I was sh- there. Mm. I was looking around. Yeah. No, no. I was probably the only person there who was almost <laughs> peeing myself, <laughs> trying not to laugh my head off. Yeah. Everyone else looked like they were, you know, just either not taking it in at all or they were not finding it funny no which is a relief but i was just you know i was actually imagining well, if i was here with bruce and bert yeah, right now yeah. it'd be bloody awful yeah. <laughs> it takes me back because um back to the end the day the day before viruses and even the iraq war and uh the um the hurricane uh the crash of 87 even, even back further than that went back into the um early 80s in fact um, I used to play trombone, um, and yes. I used to play in the and we used to play with trombone. I'm not sure if I have I mentioned that. Have I cut, have I come out about that before that I'm an ex trombonist? Oh yes, you've gone out on a great oh. length about it. Don't have you I? remember? No, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sackbutts. Oh, oh sackbutts. We've done sackbutts, haven't we? So sack sackbutt is the original trombone name, and we, we've right. done we've done all that. Yes, and we, we don't need to talk about that. But it is, um, and um, I don't think we ever sounded. As bad as that, but we probably did at some point when we were twelve or something. How old? I mean, how old's Ruby's? Ruby's? Well, they're all um, ten-year-olds. They're ten. Oh, that's nine, f- nine and ten-year-olds. Right. But should the, the question really is: Is should they be given instruments? <laughs> <laughs> should they be? I mean, it's, it's asking for trouble. If you're going to give, <laughs> and there's probably about twenty-five or thirty mm. in that orchestra, mm. if you want to call it that. And, you know, they're all trying their hardest. Yes, well, like, some of them obviously are, some of them just making any old noise. But, yeah, I always wonder, like, why is, you know, why why do this? Why? Wouldn't it be... some of those instruments are yeah. like, I mean, they take years and years yes. to master them yes. and they're very, very hard to play. I mean, the flute is a hard instrument to yes, play. Yes, very hard. And, you know, the trumpet is mm. a hard instrument to play mm. and you're putting them in the hands of 10-year-olds <laughs> who've only been playing them for, like, a few months and they... You know that none of them practice either. They no. just they they no. do the lesson at school, no. and then they go home and forget about it until next week. <laughs> I mean, I'm all in favour of kids playing music. Know, it's it's great, but, but you, you've got to wonder like that's very ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's why when we were that sort of age, we were only allowed to have recorders. 
I think at that yeah, age, or I, a triangle, or a triangle. Yes, preferably a triangle that with with, with tape on it that was taped, <laughs> so you can actually produce a sound. So that they were, but wow. but uh, but um, uh, a, a recorder could uh, it could squeak. You could still fuck mm. it up quite royally, but you'd have to really just blow really hard. Uh, but otherwise, you could actually get. You know, and it had a limited amount of holes to, for your fingers to go on. So it's like six, yeah. six holes or something, only a basic recorder. So, um, yeah, they, they should have given them. What other instruments could they have given them, which would have been safer than the ones they were given? Um, Kazoo, comb and paper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was the one that Rolf Harris had? Oh God, don't mention Rolf. I just did. Yes. Sorry. Well, I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Stylophone. <laughs> stylophone, yeah. Oh, the didgeridoo, the, wobble board. The wobble board, they'd be probably better. The wobble water board. one. What's the Aboriginal water one? You have it's not actual water, but it's a big tube, and you have and you have little seeds in it. You turn it upside down, it sounds like water. You know that one? Yeah, uh, isn't that just called a rain stick or something like that? The water border or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not the water. Yeah, it's a rain stick. Yes. Now yeah. any of those would have been would have been a better choice, I think. Yeah, anyway, but that's. Um, I would have, if I was doing this, and this yeah. is something I have thought about doing actually, is just like a percussion workshop mm. because mm. playing in time is really key yeah. to learning an instrument. Yes. And that's not, that's something that I struggled with for a long time when I first started playing was actually being able to play in time. And, you know, if you've got like a bunch of kids all playing different percussion instruments, you can have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And they're learning, they can still learn, you know, how to count beats and how to like play and how many beats are in a bar yeah. and all that kind of thing. That's yeah, what yeah. I think about doing. I've got to yeah. think about that. When it, when we this goes back to normal, so I'm going to do go around go around the world as a percussion yes instructor doing yeah. workshops. Really, but you have taught before, haven't you, young people? Do what? You have taught before. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that that is a good thing because that's enough to be learning. I think. Yeah, yeah. At, at a young age. But it's when but when you taught before, timing you, and you taught guitar before, didn't you? Yeah, was quite. Yes, and and that was the same problem. You you it was okay, wasn't it? But it got a bit traumatic. I think towards the end. Is that right? Am I putting words um, in my mouth? <laughs> well, I didn't have that many students, but I did mm. have. Um, one of the issues I had with one who was I think about eleven or twelve years old. He's a really nice kid, but I could tell he wasn't practicing at all. And after yeah, after you know about six or seven weeks, I just said to his mother, like. I don't really think he's into this. Yeah. So maybe you should think about not having lessons anymore for now. Cause, and, uh, yeah, if they don't practice it, just, it's just a pointless exercise. Yeah. You know, if they're not into it, if they're yeah. just doing it cause they think their parents want them to do it. Yeah. It's just pointless. Well, that was me. Cause I, cause you know, with the piano, uh, you know, I, I never practiced apart from when I went to the lesson and then I always felt, I, but you know, I always did feel regret when I turned up, and she was a lovely old dear, and she and she'd say, "Right, okay, so you've got to do, do some scales for us first, and it's like, and do some arpeggios and things." And it's exactly this. There was exactly the same as it was the, the week before, the week before, the week before. You know, I hadn't improved at all. In some ways, I've probably gone backwards. And I just remember thinking, "Oh, she must be so." I really did. I, I did feel as if I'd let I'd, every week I'd let her down, but it didn't actually affect me practicing. I didn't go, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Anyway, I didn't feel that bad. To, Where's to actually, that Beano comic? To, well, you do when you're a kid, aren't you? Particularly when you're told you you should you must practice. It's like yeah, um, but and then she, I told you a story, and then she died. Uh, it was a boy. She she died, and um, and I so not during a lesson. Not <laughs> during a lesson, but it meant that I could stop trying, and because I stopped trying. 
and I and that I didn't. That's when I started to write my own little pieces, because <clears> I thought, and then, so I went back to the piano, and I I didn't have to anything that I had to learn or pretend to learn anyway, and there was no music, and and and, and so my my musical reading skills stop at about the age of about thirteen or something. And I was yeah. I was no genius either. I was no Mozart. I, I mean, I, I got to about grade two or something in terms of my reading skills. Um, but then from that point onwards, I just do, doodled around and just started to write stuff for myself, which was so. I'm not mm. saying it was a good thing she died. I'm well, saying, so, well, so essentially, what you are saying is that you're create cre- the reason you're so creative is because an old lady died. <laughs> That's not what I said. Or oh, you can't say that at the moment either, can you? Oh, can, sorry. Can you? Or oh, you just did. Um, so, hey, going back one second, because yes. uh, you just reminded me, talking yes. about the recorder. Yes. Because um, I played, obviously, I played the recorder when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I have, I'm going to have to dig this out. I might have to share next week. Um, when I was about eight years old and my brother was six, we recorded a whole cassette tape yeah. of me and him jamming <laughs> on the recorder. Oh, wow. Oh, good. And, and you got that. A little guitar, ouching guitar. And, hmm. and uh, it's is, it is quite funny because that's the first recording I ever did. That was like 1978. Nine, I think. Oh wow! So you've you've got that on your computer, uh, have you? Well, I know my brother has. I've oh, got it on the. Oh, yeah, I've got must. it on my computer in in New York. Yeah, it is quite funny. Oh, no, I, I know. Like we're, we're taking it very seriously, but it is just like that um, yeah. piece of music we just heard. It's complete cacophony. Hello there, it's your old pal Wogan here, coming to you from the other side, and for once, I'm not making a joke about ITV. Uh, it's no fun being dead, but I'll tell you one thing. I might not be on the airwaves any longer, but at least you got Earcorn with Mark and Bruce to keep it going. We ought to do a little bit of a shout-out for our sponsor, um, because uh, Finn, yes. with her company, uh, Twisted Root, um, obviously lots of um, people like Fee that have their own little uh, companies making things and the see that's really upsetting because she's got all these obviously craft fairs that she would go to and all these people yeah, make stuff yeah. and all those craft fairs you're obviously not allowed to do um so let's have a but the good thing is though no. that she does have a website she does exactly and exactly. you can buy stuff online and and if you're listening right now i encourage you to do that i think it's twisted hyphen root dot co dot uk a twisted root a twisted root if you want to have some jewellery, go to Twisted Root. Twisted Root. Yes, 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 yes. Twisted Root. If you want to have some jewellery, go to Twisted, 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 Twisted Root. So, yeah, buy some jewellery and and enjoy it. In your home. That's right. And if there anybody else, would you? So um, I, I did put a, a, a little call out for people uh, to contact the Earcorn help desk oh, yes. via social right. media. And if anybody has tried to contact us via that Gmail, <laughs> we have a slight technical error. Error, right. and that is that um, yes. Mark can't remember the password to access his Gmail account for that particular help no. desk. And here's the, the thing: is I have a um, on my computer back in yeah. Brooklyn. I've got a, I've got a uh, a virtual sticky note on my lap uh, my desktop yeah. win yeah. window. What am I open? I'm saying home yeah. screen. Whatever the fuck do you know. call it. Anyway, with all my everything yeah. with passwords, I could just look at it and go, oh yeah, yeah. that's what it is. 
but so, I can't remember but it. Don't, I haven't got what, it with me, so I can't access what the What we're going to say is, is that when um, that does happen, we, we, we promise we will go through um, those, those emails. Those, all, all those, those emails, emails probably gone um, yeah. And we will answer them in all seriousness. I hope they'll still be relevant. I hope by the time you get back to New York, those concerns will be relevant. And when, when are you? Like a little time when capsule, are you going so. back, Mark? That's what people are asking. When's Mark going back to New York? Well, I was supposed to go back yesterday, but my flight got cancelled, yeah. um, and I had to rebook for the seventeenth of April. Yeah, which I did. Though That's quite a while ahead. I mean, to be yeah. honest, I really don't know whether I'm going to go back mm-hmm. then because I just don't know whether it's. I mean, who yeah. knows? That's a long three weeks. Right now, three weeks away is like a year away from. I mean, look how much things have changed in the last yeah. week. Yeah, um, it's just impossible to say right now. Yeah, and if if I'm going back there only to be, you know, more isolated at home than yeah. I am here, then what's no, the no. point? It's not like I can go back and and be available necessarily to you know be a, a mm, parent mm. again um, in that way. So. We'll oh, we see. should mention the um, <laughs> we should mention the the rendition of Imagine, shouldn't we? That some some oh celebrities have done online. Um, that was <laughs> so wonderful. I mean, it really cheered me up. <laughs> what were they thinking? Know, they were they were they, they were thinking? selecting their own keys, weren't they? They were yeah, we well, and they weren't even getting the words the, right either. That's, that's the words and the keys. The last verse in there went from one verse to, halfway through to a different one completely. Um, but yeah, things like that. I mean, it's very funny. I just found the whole thing. I mean, I know they mean mm. well, but it was. It just seemed so incredibly patronising. Yeah, and you know, that's a different thing. If that had been, like, say, a, a bunch NHS of nurses, NHS yeah. nurses, yeah. or you know, people who were like really in in a difficult position, yeah. and they were doing that, that way, it would have been very yeah. moving. But the fact was, it was a bunch of entitled, wealthy Celebs. people putting in like two seconds to sing a line from yeah. a song thinking that oh this is going to cheer yeah. people up no it's not it's frankly quite sickening did you see the the video that madonna did no i didn't know is that, oh, is that quite good i didn't watch the whole thing i couldn't get through it but she's basically like dancing around the room singing in a hairbrush oh is she oh no i want to see that one i think she's probably had a think she's probably had a few <laughs> <laughs> i saw someone on, on twitter yeah. i can't remember who it was but had done like a video of like the morning after where he's like oh god my head (laughs) and then suddenly remembering oh shit did you see the (laughs) well i don't know what comedian was it was very funny the guy who was ripping the piss out of the the imagine one um i I recognized i couldn't remember his oh i didn't see that i was very i should have sent you a link but basically he was he was he was pretending he'd been you know no no he wasn't pretending he was basically saying he hadn't been contacted by wonder woman what, right. what, to do it. What's the name of the actress, the Wonder Woman actress? Gal Gadot. Her. Gal hadn't contacted him, so he was going to do his own, and he was walking on the street, and he was just singing. It was awful, obviously, deliberately awful. Yeah. It was very funny. And then you hear the voice of somebody across the street saying, yeah, shut up, and he, and he turns and says, fuck off, no, you fuck off. I'm doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing this for Wonder Woman, now fuck off. And it's, um, even though, yeah, that was quite, you have to see it, really. Uh, it was much Someone funny. did a, a good one of um, a, a, a Take That song, when it was like the three... They were he was playing three the three members of Take That Take yeah. That, and it's uh, that's quite funny too because it's you know intentionally terrible. Yeah, I should yeah. Check, I'll check that one out as well. I gotta say thank God right now, thank God for the comedians because I've it's really mm. helped me get through my day. Like seeing 
in I follow I've started following quite a lot of different comedians on Twitter mm. like uh, Mark Watson and uh, uh I can't remember else now. The others. <laughs> quite a few. And the, the others, community. all the others. And yeah. it, it does make make it it does make it easy when you can laugh about the situation. Oh, you need to laugh. You two choices you cry or you laugh. Mm. And we prefer to laugh, don't we, Mark, if we can. We Absolutely. like to, we like to laugh at each other. And go look I at do. you. What the fuck are you doing? And you look at me and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" But at least we actually <laughs> say we go back to what we were saying earlier. We don't have to worry about uh, this existential angst starts to disappear. Well, it doesn't disappear. It gets put to one side for the moment because you kind of go, "Oh, there's nothing." As you say, there's nothing could be done really anywhere for anything, um, mm. and uh, we just be thankful that we are healthy. So probably getting towards the end of the show now. Mm. Um, now, is there anything particularly you want to say, Mark, before we... Um, uh... um, no, I mean, I had to sort of plan a little word game, but let's do that another time. No, let's play it quickly before we go. Word, it'd be good to end the show on a high. It's a word game. Let's do it. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, if you know this one already, then obviously we want me to do it. But this is something my, bro- my brother told me like quite a long time ago. It's... Um, have you heard of this game called In the Land of Bong? No, I haven't. Okay, well, here, here's here's the way it works. So I say something, mm-hmm. and you've got to figure out what the uh, what the the thing is. Okay, so um, in the in the land of Bong is what the, what I've known this game to be. It may be called something different. Um, there are trees, but no yes. leaves. Yes. So tell me, what is in the land of Bong? I've lost you completely. No, 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 no. There are trees, but no leaves. Yes. So there are trees that don't actually have leaves. So uh, telegraph poles. No, no telegraph poles in the land of Bong. I'll give you another one. Yeah. In the land of Bong, there are sheep, but no cows. Sheep. Tell me, what is in the land of Bong? Sheep and no cows. I don't know... Bearing in mind, this is a word game. You got to think. Is you got to think not, not. Uh, you got to think differently. I'll give you another one. Oh, oh I don't like things like this because it makes me feel really stupid. No, give, no, give no. Give us another one. Go on, give there us another is, one. Then. There is cheese, yeah. but no milk. What? A... There are spoons, but no forks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, and not only do I not know, Mark, I don't actually care anymore. I don't okay. care about... Well, let's man. leave that there then. I'll just, um, I'll leave you to think about it for the next <laughs> no, week. No, I don't want to think about it. No, you have to, you can't know, because that will now plague me. How does it work? It's a very simple game, but you, you've got to, if you don't, th- if you're not thinking of it in the right way, then you'll never get it. But it's it's basically, <sighs> there are yeah. the only words that have double letters in them, like spoon, cheese, oh, yes, it's kind cheap. Of t- Oh. Trees. What's that called? That's kind of abstract thinking. That's kind of like thinking. It's what is that? What is that? Uh, kind of thinking? It's got a special word type thinking, isn't it? See, 
Katie's really into puzzles and she does right. these Sudoku things. Ooh. And she does the super duper hard Sudoku. I don't even know what it what you do with Sudoku. Um and I'm just I just or even the crosswords. A cross if if you if you want to make me feel thick, <laughs> basically just try and make me, force feed me a crossword because I just my brain I think my brain freeze it panics. Someone right. says six six letters, blah blah blah. Particularly the cryptic ones. Like I don't know, I don't know, but it kind of and I feel very stupid. Um, yeah, I'm not really a big fan. Of, I haven't not haven't been a big fan of crosswords until lately. I've been quite getting into those cryptic ones because mm. they're just so weird. Mm. Um, but, well, you know. so I didn't want to piss on that. I'm, I'm sure people at home got that and thought, "Well, Win Winwood, he's a thicky, isn't he?" So they probably enjoyed it. It's just that I'm not. Oh. I should have said there's there's Windward, but no Crozer. I still don't get it. What? Because <laughs> there's a double double O in Windward. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See, see, I'm still not getting it. Stop it now. Oh well, never mind. We'll go no, back to hang, Hangman next week. No, no, got, we can't. I've got no. a good one. Oh, okay. We'll do Hamlet. Hamlet. No, particularly because now the Olympics are gone. So there, there is a huge need for us. To oh, that's do, definitely happened, has it? Do sport. Yeah, yeah I think so. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's a huge need for us to do more sport, isn't yeah. it, on this? Pro- In fact, even on Radio 4 this morning, I listened to the, they normally have the sport chap come on. And he does tips at the end of it. Always saying, and the tip is the, the 3.30 at Newmarket. And everyone goes, ooh, I, I bet you won't win. He goes, ooh, and this time he said, there were, there were no tips because there were no racing. And well, maybe we should like, set up a virtual horse race. Oh, that's not a bad idea. A vir- that is a good idea. Let's do Yes. Should we create that? Yeah. I'm going to work we'll on that. Create- yes. Yes. Come up with some yes. names of horses. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. That's a vessel. And we'll yeah, get we must- people to bet yeah. on the outcome. I like it. <laughs> no, no, I I'm like sure that's that. not illegal. No, no, I'm sure it's fine. Betting's good, isn't it? If 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 we benefit from it, so that's great. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and do keep sending your 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 um, <laughs> emails to our help <laughs> yeah. desk. And at some point, when Mark can remember what the code is, or when he gets back to New York, which might not be until 2021, we will go through that dusty file and we will respond. We promise. Yes, yeah? we yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Okay, bye bye. Bye.